This podcast is part of the Unresolved Podcast Network. To discover more, visit unresolvednetwork.com. Whether you want to start a faith-based business or an online ministry, you've come to the right place. This is the Teresa Blaze Show with your host, Teresa Blaze, where she's bringing her over 20 years of consulting experience to the mic. Now, here's Teresa. Hi, I'm Teresa Blaze, and this is the Teresa Blaze Show. Today, we are talking about a subject that, believe it or not, is affecting everybody. And we are going to talk about how to to censor proof your podcast. If you're running a podcast, these are things that you need to know um, because there's a lot of stuff coming down and it's coming down very quickly and you need to know how to protect your show going forward. And to talk to uh, with me about this, I've got Mr. Uh, Todd Cochran from Blueberry Podcasting Act, and they are the podcast host that Kudos Media has partnered with. They are an excellent, excellent um podcast host. I love working with them. And Todd is just an all-around cool guy. So, um, yeah, if you guys really want to get going, let, let's um, let's cover uh, today's sponsor, and that is Kadosh Media. If you're looking to start a podcast, we can help you. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're trying to start one for your business, or maybe you've got a ministry and a message. Well, we can definitely help you get that going. Just go to kadoshmedia.com, K-A-D-O-S-H, media. Com. And now, on with the show. Todd, welcome to the Teresa Blaze Show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on today. Well, we are very happy to have you. So, when we think of um, podcast censorship, what is the first thing that comes to mind for you? Well, I've been talking about this a lot recently, and for the large part, and let me say that again, for the large part, there's not a censorship problem per se. So in other words, we're not seeing a, uh, a mass deplatforming of shows across multiple vendors, although there is and has been some removal of some shows and some episodes uh, and a variety of content from a, a variety of shows, I guess the best way to say it. But this is something mm-hmm. that is been ongoing. It's not necessarily ramped up, although the attention right now is definitely, there's more eyes on podcasting at at the moment. We can talk a little bit about why that is, but um, I remain very confident that podcasting is uh, the last bastion of free speech. Um, But again, I'll I'll qualify that a little bit, but um, I think what we were, you know, what we see happening today is definitely causing a lot of concern. My phone really started ringing off the hook after the incident at the Capitol on January 6th. From and also the deplatforming of Parler. I mean, that was right. really concerning right. to me. So, you know, that drove the phone calls, definitely starting that following Monday after all that went down, and largely from a lot of faith-based shows wanting to know, you know are we safe? Are we, you know, who are you working with? Uh, are you going to... Our show is going to be uh, taken down. And um, I just want to reassure the audience here, first and foremost, no, your, your shows are, are safe and the tenets of free speech and podcasting is, is alive and well. Uh, but again, I think there's you know, some obvious caveats here. We can add to that conversation. 
but I think from a, everyone taking a deep breath standpoint, we need to realize that um, at the moment, for probably 99.8 or 99.85 of shows out there, there are not going to be any problems. My only uh, concern is I'm seeing some articles coming around uh, from uh, a certain segment of people, um, and I'm trying to avoid being political, but I've seen this on one side of that spectrum uh, where, well, there's a loophole. We need to look at podcasting because conservatives can still speak there. When I hear that, I hear that almost like a dog whistle of this is where we're going next. So I think what you need to think about. And let's be clear, uh, just so we get some ground rules out there, the majority and the, and the few companies that I have discussions with on a regular basis, they have clear terms of service policies that outline what allows your content to be on their platform or hosted by their platform. So let me be clear about that, hosted by their platform. Uh, ours is very clear too. If you engage in hate speech or uh, incite or invoke or talk about violence or hurting someone or trying to kill someone that will be looked at as well. But mm -hmm. we, as a hosting company, um, we are very much following section 230 of the communication decency act. And we don't go looking. And this is where maybe some of the concern is by some of these articles is that we don't actively go looking for shows that have content that may fall into something that we would consider violating our terms of service. Our policy is, at least at Blueberry Podcasting, is that when someone submits a concern and they give us the name of the show, the episode, the time hack, and I turn that over to my legal um, authority in the company and I say, please review this. If that show is, and again, just so we're also clear, and this may seem maybe may new knowledge to people, but hate speech is actually protected by the U.S. Constitution, or by the not U.S. by the not by the Constitution, but by the Supreme Court. Now, you know it's probably not wise as an individual to do hate speech in a public forum because you know words matter and people will take action against you. Now that right. said, our team will review content and then we will make a determination from a Blueberry podcasting standpoint, whether we feel that meets what we have defined internally and what my, my legal team has defined as hate speech. And usually it's very, very clear. And same thing with violence. Right. So those are really the right. two things that can get you in trouble. Now, where we have, going back to these articles that you're seeing, and I think you're going to see more because I did an interview yesterday with a gal um, that's coming out with a article that talks a lot about this as well where there are certain instances where people are saying this content is leading to violence, not invoking violence is leading to violence or this right. content is conspiracy in nature. Now conspiracy shows, Teresa have been on for, for years. Art Bell, yeah, Art Bell, coast to coast Infowars, Although there's, well, in my opinion, there's more truth than fiction to some of the stuff they cover. But, I mean, you're right. There have been a lot of conspiracy shows. So are they trying to move the goalpost, in your opinion, with those kind of articles by saying, well, this is leading to violence and this kind of thought is not helpful to the conversation? I think that um, there are 
social pressures to look at content. Now that's what's happening at Facebook and and a variety of other platforms. They're looking at that. Twitter. And they've made a decision as a company that they are going to moderate that content. Now, we have very clear, and I just saw I'm clear here on on Blueberry, we look at stuff that's being submitted to us that people are concerned about. I do not, and I won't, because again, I'm following Section 230 as it's outlined to make sure that we are protected as a company for not being editors of content. So when it goes back to these decisions, let's say someone submits and say, hey, this show has certain content we don't like. And if we go to that time spot and it says, I'm going to kill somebody. Well, that is pretty clear. But when someone says, I have an opinion of something, and this is my opinion, well, people are allowed to have opinions, even though they might be wrong and, and, or of a different value or not necessarily value, just a different opinion from mainstream or maybe a certain segment of the community. So that's a big difference between, you know, how do I, as a company, my job is not to moderate opinion or free speech. So we've tried to stay very clear in making sure that as far as it goes for us, that we have, um, from a legal standpoint, define the terms of service, and then we'll make a, 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 the lawyer will make a call on whether the content is breach of terms of service or not. Let me lift up an example here. I mean, um, and this is kind of going back to... um, if someone is a faith-based podcaster and, okay, they've obviously said, okay, you know, because I've heard a lot coming out of the Christian community. Obviously, we abhor violence, you know, so on and so forth. But if you keep pushing the envelope and you keep doing things that are um, obviously against the Constitution, we're, re- we're using every avenue. We don't want to see this. I mean, to me, that's not inciting violence. That's saying, hey, stop this. I think, you know, and I think that's the key here is we need to be very, very careful. And all podcasters have to be very, very careful in what they are saying. Words matter and how you say it matters. Yeah, and just understand that if, and again, and this, because I don't want this taken out of context and someone just take what I said in a little short piece and repurpose it and say, Todd's saying, you know, if we don't do this, it's going to lead to violence. No, 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 no. We can say we're afraid that this is going to lead to violence and everyone needs to have calmer, cooler, collective heads. I think, you know, there has to be, people have to be careful in how you can be mad. You can be mad about uh, something that's happened and you can say that you're angry and that you don't think it's right. That's, that's, that's the American way and being able to um, express your opinion, your thought and, and really, the ability to give free speech, but going back to what you say, where the social pressure is as, and then the example I gave was that I could stand out on a four corners with a sign that says whatever that message may be. And I can scream at the top of my lungs and protest that and make, get on a soapbox and make speeches 
People may throw tomatoes at me, but I still have the right to say it. And people may think I'm a complete whack job for whatever I'm saying. Again, I'm just using that as an example. I'm not trying to tie it to anything mm-hmm. that's going on today. I can do that. And I can do that the same in a podcast. And I can still say what I want. And I can have to throw people throw digital tomatoes at me. But the key is here. We have to be real careful. And I think what's gotten one show in, in a bit of trouble is they use the analogy of we're going to have their heads on a spike. You know, that is, again, I'm not a lawyer, but as a podcaster, I don't think I'd ever say that. And um, what, you know, and, and if someone came to us and said, this is what this person says, I definitely want to listen to the context of it. But that is really, really Again, I'm not the, a lawyer. I'm not the lawyer, Blueberry. But my legal team would have to make a decision upon that statement and say, you know, is this worthy of a of a of a takedown of an episode or mm-hmm. removing them as a customer? So I think those of us that are doing faith based shows, or those of you that are, excuse me, those of you that are doing faith based posts, I don't think you're going to have a, a much to worry about. But if you get to talk, I would. Go ahead. The only concern I would have there is um, we've seen a big push, and I think with the uh, uh, possible changing of the guard, shall we say, sure. uh, there is a there is going to be a bigger push of certain things, for example, being preached out of the Bible being considered hate speech. So if you say, well, I believe this certain thing's a sin. Uh, then what we're then what we're seeing, and I think we're going to see a lot more of this, um, is well, you're practicing hate speech by doing that. I th- I think what we'll see, and again, I I don't I can't predict the future, but mm-hmm. um, currently there we're not seeing that happening with shows. I was concerned about one show that may have gotten taken down. Um, it was a faith based show, it was a Jewish show. I was worried about. The, the, the content creator would come to me and talk to me. And, and I said, listen, let's look at everything. And it turned out it was a technical issue. And the podcaster automatically assumed that they had been removed from a certain platform because just of the content. And it turned out it was purely uh, technical issues. And we got the person straightened away and their shows up and happy and doing fine. Most mm-hmm. of the takedowns I see today, believe it or not, are from copyright violations. You know, it's mostly shows that are putting music on our really? music in their shows. Yeah. That's, and in certain groups, we've talked about it. Spotify is very big on, um, they don't, you know, they don't want you to have copyright music in their, in your podcast content. They have a, a place where you can go and do a music show. So, um, that's where we see most of the takedowns. You know, there's a couple of companies right now that are faced with some decisions, I'm sure on a couple of shows that they're hosting. And I, I don't think it's an enviable position to be in. Uh, we all run up against these things from time to time um, to see, you know, that basically, if you're, you know, there's, they're going to have to make a decision whether they're going to support that show. But let's also remember that just, and, and I'll use, and I, I, I use this example, people hate me using this example, but it's the best example I've got. Um, Alex Jones was deplatformed off of almost all sites, off of Amazon, not excuse me, off of Apple. Off of uh, yeah, I remember that within twelve so, hours, and that scared right. me. So, but and here's the big thing: Alex Jones has his own dot com, he has his own RSS feed. His fans are still able to go and subscribe to his show and get his podcast. It's just that Apple and those associated 
networks that took him off their network did not agree and felt that he violated their their terms of service. And mm-hmm. unlike Parler, they were not on their own platform. They weren't on their own iron. So I think Parler at some point will come back, but they will be on their own servers. They'll be on their own data connection. And again, they're going to have to find partners that won't disconnect them. So they'll, you know, I'm sure they're going to learn those lessons they've learned and they'll come back. But I think for most podcasters today, you don't have to worry about being cut from your hosting provider and losing your domain and right. having your DNS go to zero, 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 zero. Right. You know, and it's funny, um, you know, we, we just moved, you know, we just moved the client off of a certain um, web host, which I'm not going to mention because I know you uh, promote them uh, on one of your shows. <laughs> you know, but we've, you know, but we just moved the client off of there. And, and I think you're right. I mean, and and honestly, from what I've been able to see, jo- Jones's audience has grown. And I think you're touching on something that we really need to t- uh, hit into is even if you're using these third party um, areas, you really need to have your own place. Right. So ultimately, um, I think you just need to be aware of who you're working with. And if you've got content that you feel might be taken down by a particular provider, um, then, you know, you have to choose who you're going to be hosting with. And I think most shows though, aren't going to run into a problem. Okay. So let's, let's kind of bring this home. If you were going to give three ways to, uh, for a podcaster and maybe, you know, they're listening to this and they're seeing kind of the landscape and they're going, I don't want to get ripped down. I really want to stay because I really want to make sure my stuff gets marketed. How do you censor proof your podcast so that your stuff doesn't get pulled down, especially if you're touching on topics that are um, controversial? I think that, uh, you know, the, the first two obvious ones are no hate speech and don't uh, um, invoke or imply violence or try to get people roused up to do violence. I think those are, you know, some pretty standard things. Um, Also Mm -hmm. making sure that you state your opinion. If it's an opinion, if you can't back something up that you know is completely factual. So, you know, when in doubt, say it's your opinion, be careful in saying this is, or this did, or this is going to happen. I think that can get uh, podcasters into trouble, especially when they're talking about controversial topics. Um, you know, always leave yourself again, as an, uh, leave yourself an opinion and make sure people know that it's your opinion. I really, I think that's really the basics of it. So it's maybe not three things, but well, maybe it is, um, no hate speech, no talks of violence or invoking violence. And the third really is, you know, making sure you, you express things as your opinion versus saying things as fact. Uh, there is going to be trouble, I think, for some shows based upon some of the things we're seeing in the news about shows that talk about conspiracies. So maybe if your show is being toted as a news show, uh, maybe you have to rethink it as a conspiracy show. But again, I don't know if that's going to be enough because there is going to be some social media pressure on some content types. You know, if you're talking about Q, um, you know, you're definitely going to get the focus of the press at this point, uh, regardless right. if it's an opinion or right. conspiracy or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and or uh, another hot button issue seems to be that the election was fraudulent. I mean, that's a really hot button issue right now. So but um, there's again, you uh, can say you have an opinion that there was issues with the election. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying that and uh, that you have an, an opinion when you say that when you say for a fact, that's where people get, I think, a little bit. That's where, again, but again, I understand some of those shows that have talked about that as election having issues um, have come under some sort of scrutiny as well. But again, oh, yeah. I don't think that those shows per se, as of today, have been deplatformed. Okay. So let me ask, what would you say? I mean, because in my mind, what I'm telling my clients and and please correct me if I'm wrong, is especially when you're dealing, I mean, with podcasting and then you have the social media issues, never ever entrust your podcast to a third party platform. Always have a way to back up or always have a contingency plan. Yeah, I would say always back up your site to your own hard drive, have your own dot com, pick a reputable hosting provider that is uh, gonna, you know, that supports whatever CMS that you're on. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that is always uh, a viable advice. And um, again, there are certain hot topics out there that uh, companies get nervous about. And, you know, and, and those companies are trying to, oftentimes they have shareholders. And as much as we say, well, why didn't they stand up for this type of content? That's that corporation's decision on, on what they want to support on their platform or not. So mm -hmm. um, again, uh, this is where you having your own, basically, you don't build your castle on rented land, I think is a is a good analogy here. And then I would also, I mean, and, and this is just kind of me thinking through the situation because, you know, I'm, it's a, it's becoming a real, um, real um, issue that I'm having to think through, not only for myself, but for my clients, because for one thing, I'm going to be launching a new show, Lord willing, this Friday. I've got all the assets, but I'm also a little nervous to get into those shark infested waters, but I feel called to it. Well, again, <laughs> you know, I've done an, I've done a new show of my own for years and I express my opinion. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just state, well, did you see this? I don't necessarily give a lot of commentary upon it. Maybe I'll read some copy from the page and attribute it to the site that it came from. You just kind of have to put yourself in a position that you're, you have an opinion and you're allowing your listeners to also form an opinion around what you're saying. They may agree with you or disagree with you. I have a lot of my audience that oftentimes disagrees with my commentary, which is fine. And they come back at me with a, with an alternate opinion. But, and I think that's the, the big piece on this here. Um, there's not a lot of true journalism left on TV. We can, we can probably no. agree to that. So I think yeah, that definitely. Uh, we have an opportunity here as content creators to do the best job we can in presenting both sides. I play devil's advocate with my, and maybe that's a bad word for the show, but I play devil's advocate with my podcast um, in that I will often say, take the opposing view just to get a reaction out of my audience per se, or I play devil's advocate and they know I'm playing devil's advocate on a, on a topic and I'll talk both sides of it. So I think that uh, that makes for interesting content for people to wrap their heads around. 
because let's 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 face it, we all need more dialogue today. We need to talk, and and that doesn't mean we're yes. we all be talking to ourselves. We need to be talking to uh, people with opposing views and thoughts, and like adults, have conversations that we may not agree in the end, but at least we can agree to disagree and still be friends and still have coffee and have those conversations. Um, sadly, a lot of the conversations today, people are afraid to say anything because of the reactions and uh, how cancel, things. Yeah, are cancel culture and all that sure. sort of stuff. Yep. Wow. Well, Todd, you have been just really bringing a lot of, um, I'd almost say like a balanced viewpoint because like, I think, and this is just my opinion, guys, every single person who runs a podcast who deals with certain topics is going to run into this issue of how do I make sure I don't get got by the, by um, the deplatforming, you know, and, 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 and Todd, you, you may agree or disagree, but I think every single person has to wrestle that issue down. But I do want to reiterate that right now, as I see it from the seat that I sit in, mm -hmm. um, we're not seeing any mass deplatforming. There's a, ha a handful of shows that they're being talked about that are concerning. And, and let's be frank, with 1.3, 1.4, whatever the total number, million of shows and 400,000 active shows, there will be some shows out there that are going to push boundaries. And we want to do that in podcasting, but I think at the same point, we all understand it. Sometimes stuff goes too far. And if it goes too far, then you, you as a content creator have to live with those consequences. But again, I think that's, you know, narrowed down to a very, 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 very small percentage of shows um, mm -hmm. that are out there. So again, it really goes back to, I think for most hosting providers is no hate speech, no violence invoking or, or talking about hurting someone. And I think you're going to be pretty safe. If we do start to see some mass changes, uh, would you be willing to come back onto the show and talk about how we can adapt to what is going on? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's not going to come to that. Um, we'll just kind of see what's going to happen. I think there is going to be pressure on hosting companies like mine to react more aggressively to social media issues. Um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, it's just at that point, you have to look at your company values and where you stand and are you going to be able to s support freedom of speech and opinions? Right. Um, yep. or will you bow to social media pressure? And Todd, I want to tell you, um, you know, um, we've had a lot of conversations about this issue off the mic as well. Uh, maybe, <laughs> you know, I remember uh, when we were at, uh, I think it was Spark and we were talking about this, you know, and I, and I, and I really respect the stance that Blueberry has taken in the sense of, we're not going to just rip you down because you uh, don't fit with the narrative. And I really appreciate that, my friend. And, you know, and what we'll do, too, is if we have a show that let's say someone's hosting with us and their co content comes into question, um, we're going to have our our legal look at whatever that content is. We will talk to mm -hmm. you about that content. And, you know, you're not just going to get unilaterally, you know, removed. You're going to we're going to have a discussion with you. 
And, you know, it may be such a situation where an episode gets taken down or we ask that you remove that piece of content. You know, again, I can't speak for what the lawyer will advise, but I would assume, you know, and and frankly, and I'm just using hypothetically here because I have not had to take content down because of this. Now, I've had some shows in the directory and using our stats, which I had one show that was involved in some white supremacist stuff. That show was we canceled that show from using our stats, but we didn't host them. That showed, I, I don't know who they were hosted with or if they were self-hosted, but you know, there's certain things where we're definitely going to draw the line as well. Right. We have to. Yep. Yeah, of course you do. I mean, uh, like all I'll hate, like saying, I absolutely hate this group of people. That's different than saying, well, I believe that, um, for example, the Bible says this about this group of people. You know, if that's to me, there's a difference there. Um, so, again, thank you so much, Todd, for uh, doing what you do. Um, and guys, if you want to find another a good podcast uh, to listen to uh, apart from mine, check out um, Podcast Insider. Um, he and uh, his partner, Mike, go talk about the news of the day, and it's actually really good. I'm I'm actually a few episodes behind about, oh, I don't know, 15 episodes. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> uh, but it's really good content. And, uh, you know, if you want to really check out a good show that's going to keep you up on the podcasting stuff, Todd does a pretty good job. So go check out Podcast Insider and then... Um, and again, if, if something changes and we need to uh, bring him back, we will. So, Todd, thank you so much for being on the show. All right, Teresa. Take care. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you. And thank you. Guys, this is the Teresa Blaze Show. Um, I'm Teresa Blaze. Let's go do this thing. You've been listening to The Teresa Blaze Show. To catch all her past shows, visit www.teresablaze.com. That's T-E-R-E-S-A-B-L-A-E-S.com. 